This is Winging It. It's the somewhat whimsical, certainly worrying, decidedly wonky, seldom weighty, endlessly well-intentioned, and wildly witty show about music where one knows what's coming and the other doesn't. The one that knows is me. The one who doesn't is David. <laughs> it happens in between both call, proper yeah. <laughs> to ensure that you can spend anywhere from 15 to 180 minutes with us every week. Well, this time is kind of a weird sort of a... Well, I guess every time it's kind of weird. But this time, I've actually gone completely weird. These are 10 musicians with the weirdest habits. Habits, okay. Okay, some really weird stuff. So... um, I'm going to I'm just going to jump in because here's the thing. Even musicians, even though they put like, you know, their pants on one leg at a time and all that stuff, they're weirder than our asses are most of the time. Mm-hmm. They have some really weird shit that they do. They have weird rituals, weird things that get them pumped up. They have all that kind of stuff. So, I wanted to delve into the weird. Mm-hmm. And we're starting with Kesha. Kesha. Yes, yeah, so Kesha. Interesting. So Kesha Rose Schiebert, formerly known as Kesha was born on March 1st, 1987 in L.A., and she's best known for her hits like Timber, TikTok. We know all that stuff, right? So that kind of stuff. So, And uh, Die Young. Die yes. Young, yeah. So pure. The video is 100% pure Satan, but it is a good song. True. So one of the really weird things is Kesha used to drink her own urine to get into prime shape. And um, are there any studies backing up this uh, method of getting in shape? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's sterile, I suppose, but, I mean, it's waste. So I'm, I'm confused about that. I mean, she even drank pee on a TV show. So I guess I'm just trying to understand. So even if you thought this was your, your fountain of youth, uh-huh. right, you thought, shit, this is the thing. That, you know, it's, it's, I'm not going to tell anybody. I would imagine you wouldn't tell anybody, but you're going around telling everyone you drink pee to prime yourself? You know, you would think it would probably be completely inert and do nothing for you at all. That's what I would think. You know? Or I maybe mean, do you more harm or than maybe, good. Or maybe do you harm. It is waste. It's waste. But it's, it's the cleanest waste there is. I mean, it's right? actually quite uh, sterile, not sterile or whatever. It's... But uh, beneficial? Hell no. Why would you think that? You I'm know? not exactly sure. Uh, so I, that's that's some weird shit, right? Well, yeah, and, you know, but weird. Uh, here's a little little trivia that a lot of you probably don't know. And, you know, I had to find a way to bring Alice Cooper into this because I course, always do. Of course, yeah. Well, Kesha, you know, she did a collaboration with Alice Cooper. I do yeah. know that. Uh, what Baby Wants from the album Welcome to My Nightmare. Uh, the sequel to Welcome to My Nightmare. The and um, she's supposed to be the devil in this thing, just like I was saying. Her video is Satan. Well, she's Satan in the song. And she wrote her verse. And the interesting part is she wrote a verse that was so fucked up, they, they wouldn't even do it. It's like, no, <laughs> we won't even put that on an Alice Cooper record. That's how fucked up it is. What they went with was, um, I'm going to drain your veins and bathe in your blood. That was okay. But whatever she came up with before that was not. It was probably something about her drinking her own pee. Yeah, so it, that, that does... Uh, I'm, ass- I'm assuming... That, that, There's a uh, certain uh, synchronicity there. I you think know? that's what happened. So very fucking weird. So Kesha, that's some weird shit. Um, and even if you do drink your pee, folks, just keep it to your damn self. I don't want to know. Precisely. Okay? I just think it's weird. So um, Mozart. Oh, no, no. During rehearsals of his operas, mm-hmm. he enjoyed pretending to be a cat. Really? He would often climb over chairs and meow when bored. So, okay, <laughs> whatever worked. But obviously we know that uh, he's like obviously very prolific and an influential composer. But apparently, 
he would be meowing. Meowing. You know, I mean, uh, from somebody who pretty much always put out his works, completed the first time, mm-hmm. did virtually no editing of any sort, was allegedly composing with one hand and holding his wife's hand with the other while she gave birth and writing her birth cries into the score. This is how quickly and how flawlessly he put out music. Um, strange habits, acting like a cat. Um uh, certainly harmless, uh, and why that would uh, inspire you, I don't know. Fucking but weird. Weird as hell, but, uh, you know, a lot of people do identify with cats, perhaps not to that degree. But, um, I identify with dogs. I'm not barking and, like, you know, rolling uh, around on my back. I, I tried it. It just didn't uh, just didn't help Just me. didn't that's help out? Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, that's pretty... And you know what's strange is both of us uh, listeners, uh, both of us are big classical music fans. Oh. And um, I have Mozart been, fans, for uh, yeah, sure. Mozart fans, for sure. I mean, I've been... Listen to classical music since I was 13. I used to, like, I had no classes and shit, so I would go to the library and sit and listen to Beethoven at, like, 14, 15, 15 years old. Been listening and reading about and even perhaps dabbled in a little bit of work with classical radio stations and stuff, uh, and uh, never heard that story before, so wow. Well, this is the weird side of Mozart, right? I mean, we get the brilliant side oh, and, yeah. and the genius side, but the weird side? No, that's why I wanted to bring out the weird this time. And, and by the way, if any of you have ever seen the movie Amadeus, that was like bullshit. <laughs> Antonio Salieri did not want to kill Mozart or kill Mozart or do Mozart any harm at all. So. It was a fucking good movie. Yeah, it was. Um, Beethoven was a literal bean counter. He insisted upon counting his coffee beans going into his daily cup. What was the magical number, do you think? Um, of beans? Uh, see, I don't know how many beans go into a cup. I'm going to go with uh, 18 for some reason. 60 coffee beans. 60? See, I don't, what, what do I know from beans? You he, know? he had to have 60, exactly 60 in each cup. No, that's fucking weird. That's like monk shit right yeah, there. Yeah, like, you know? why would you... Why? I don't... Who See, knows? But he was like a rock star centuries before, you know? I mean, it's like, what's the difference between 60 cups, 60 beans in a cup of coffee, or or in a pot of coffee or whatever, or no brown M&Ms? I mean, really. Come on. It's, you know? Yeah, that's kind of... It's yeah. just a weird thing. I'm not exactly weird. sure, but, you know, I mean, maybe it gave him... A sense of control in a world of chaos. I don't exactly yeah, I know, mean, but persnickety about certain foods. You know, a little. You know, I, I guess it's a harmless eccentricity. I hope. You know. Yeah, I mean, but strange. Still totally strange. strange. So far, uh, these are not ones that I'm personally afflicted with. No. So here's a weird one. So Louis Armstrong handed out laxatives to pretty much everyone. Um. I suppose he had the best of intentions, or he was just a one hell of a, an evil practical joker. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I guess he lost a hundred pounds thanks to an herbal laxative, and after his success with the product, he just kept giving it to his friends and acquaintances and everything. Like here, this is going to help you. So he pretty much gave everybody oh, yeah. laxatives to clean them out and hopefully help them lose weight. But for some reason, when you said he pretty, gave them to, him, I thought he meant like he was like you know slipping. <laughs> Slipping it to them or something. I mean, he said, here's a laxative and everything. That's kind of harmless, and I guess it's just a, a medical kick that makes it's sense. It's weird. It's weird, though. I'm Hell sorry. Yeah. That's, I mean, a, that's when you say something like, hey, just so you know, I think that alkaline water is really good for you. I suggest you give it. I'm not going to go around handing everyone bottles of alkaline water. Especially when it's something even more personal than alkaline water. Yeah, I mean, I mean here, this this is you know, yeah. going to make you poop. How yeah, about enjoy? Yeah, that's, that's Just a little that's, weird. I mean, tell people about it, but why are you going to give it to them? I yeah. mean, I don't know. Who am I? This is a little weird. 
Uh, Kurt Cobain, when he was a little kid, he was certain he was actually an alien and used to talk to his real parents in the skies every night. And he used to think that he was adopted by his mother. What? No, come on. Yeah, so that's what he thought. Um, it says, when he was how young? Um, he says when he was a little kid. He said, oh, I knew okay. there were thousands of other alien babies dropped off who were all over the place, and I met quite a few of them. It's just something I'd always like to toy with in my mind. It was really fun to pretend that there's some special reason for me to be here. Oh, God. I, when you say, I, I thought you were saying he believed that when he was like 17 or something. No, he was a little, <laughs> little kid. kid. But he I used mean, to... I'm going to take it as a really little kid, but that's, no. a hell, that's very vivid. It's very weird. He used to go outside and say, well, these are my real parents in the sky. But thanks for adopting me, live parents, but my real parents are in the sky. It's so, it's so understandable, unlike yeah. his lyrics. You know, yeah, I mean, so interesting. Not as weird as the things we've read so far, but kind of weird. And this this is only weird because when you're super, super special and you're a superstar and you can afford it, why would you do this yourself? So Peter Frampton irons all of his clothes before each show. Wow. Alice Cooper, in an interview with Dave Grohl, said that when he toured with him, he and some of the others would drop off their laundry to get ironed. Peter would not. He'd iron it for them. <laughs> So maybe he just likes to iron. But yeah, I mean, if it's not, because uh, why would you be so particular about it to the point of even wanting to iron people who are touring with you? Yeah. You know, somebody I mean, else's shirt, uh, clothes. So he just loves to iron. It must be a really calming it might and centering be. and grounding. I mean, it, it, it seems like the kind of just mindless busy work, because you don't have to, I've ironed before, like professionally even for like a week, and you know, you don't have to think a hell of a lot about it. So it's uh, it's pretty pretty tranquil actually. So I can, I, that makes see, sense. I don't think so because I'm worried about the creases. I'm worried about getting it right. I'm worried about the right steaming. I'm worried about the right crispness. For me, it's just a ball of fucking stress. Probably probably you know a lot more about ironing than he did. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's no fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's no fucking fun because you know too much. It's, you know? it's serious. Ignorance is bliss when it comes to ironing. That's true. I'm like, oh, should I put that there? Is that an appropriate crease? Is that too big of a crease? Does that crease match the other crease? Oh, just, that kind oh, of fucking time. Just, just yeah. let it ride. Yeah, you know? no, I can't. I got, you know, I got to, it's very interesting. So, uh, Ingvi Malmsten. Oh, uh, Ingvi Malmsten. Often has a the Dunlop JHF1 Hendrix fuzz face on the stage floor, but he doesn't use it. He says he likes seeing the fuzz face because it looks like a landmine. Wow. So that's why he has it. He doesn't use it, but he likes it because it looks like a landmine. Now, you know, I wonder if I'm alone in uh, the entire audience knows what a fuzz face is, and I don't, because I don't. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. Oh, thank God. I really don't know. But you said a Hendrix um, fuzz face. I, I, I'm assuming... I'm assuming that it's a it's a pedal of some some yeah, kind. Yeah, I'm thinking it's a processor. Yeah, but I mean, it says you know perhaps a guy just loves landmines. I don't know. As long as he plays like he usually does, I don't mind that he, he has a landmine fetish. I'll bet, I don't it's mind a, I'll bet it's a processor that looks really freaky looking. You know, like a landmine. I don't know, but I, I don't know why you would have it if you're not playing it. See, that's uh, very weird. But whatever. I mean, I'm sure there are weirder things. But uh, see, on network television or something, or on real professional radio, they would have researched that first. But you know what? That would be boring, right? You'd rather listen to us, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to read. <laughs> Go look up what a fucking fuzz face you know is, I'm and if be, you know I'm, what it is, I'm going to be looking that shit up. Okay, yeah. enjoy, yeah. enjoy yourself. Duke Ellington only played in clubs and was regularly refusing to play in the countryside because he hated grass and grassy fields that. Because they reminded him of graveyards. He wouldn't even wear the color green. Wow. 
That's some really that's fucked a, up shit. That's a strange hang-up. If you associate the color green with graveyards... And you won't even wear a green? I mean, graveyards are green, but a lot of places are green besides graveyards. That is really bizarre. Yeah. This, I told you I was pulling out the weird. There's a strange I'm, childhood behind that. You know? I mean, seriously, there's some really weird shit. Now, some of this stuff isn't weird. It's just interesting. This is one of the ones that falls under interesting. I don't think it's weird. Charlie Watts, the late Charlie Watts... Um, drew a sketch of each hotel room he stayed in while on tour. Oh, that's fun. Instead of taking a picture, which only takes a couple <laughs> seconds. Again, that's like coloring. That's like one of those mindless things you do that doesn't require a hell of a lot of thought, even though it does take talent to draw stuff. Capturing I mean, I don't room. know how talented he was. <laughs> it could no, just I know. look like shit. I don't but know. That's a that's a pretty cool one. I mean, it's odd. I as think in, it's I've odd. never heard of that before, but that's... I, th- I kind of dig that, though. I don't know. I, I Of all the things you could sketch, yeah. I'm not sure. But he keeps all of his sketches in a collection, but he's never said why he does it. Yeah, I mean, in hotel rooms, how different are they? They're not. I mean, you figure he'd go out to the local landmark. I mean, they've been everywhere in the world and just draw some of the local sites. You know? Yeah. But uh, So, I mean, a little weird, not crazy weird. But, I mean, if he'd said he sketched before each one, you go, oh, that makes sense. But he sketches the hotel room, which is a little like, oh, all right. Heartbreaking that he died recently. I'm still crushed over that. I know. And legendary drummers, Alan freaking White. I know. I can't talk about that. It's just terrible. Terrible. I just, it's next level for me. I'm like, no. Yes is dead, unfortunately. Uh, Freddie Mercury used to love pushing all the buttons at the same time in an elevator and would then panic like a two-year-old when the elevator stalled. <laughs> what did you expect to happen? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he he's like, yay, fuck. <laughs> now, I don't know how to interpret that because I thought he would press all the buttons and then um, go on the elevator and people would be on there. And the elevator would stop, and he would scream like a two-year-old to freak everybody out, which would be no, a very he, mean I think prank. He would, I don't think he wanted to be stuck in it. He wanted to press them all to be a little shit. And then when it stalled, he freaked the fuck out. Oh, you're comeuppance. Uh, yeah, I'm like, well, uh, it's called what'd you karma. Think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, you know, while he wanted to do that and be like a two-year-old and push all the buttons, he couldn't handle when it stalled. But that's what's going to happen, especially with the older elevators. They're like, what the fuck do you want from me? So, okay, that was weird. I'm, I'm glad they were such a playful lot, but that's perhaps a little too far. You know, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the weirdest of the weird. I mean, they had other things that really weren't that weird, like Johnny Cash always performed in black. We knew that. Um, it, it's just his thing. He, he explained why in Man in Black. So if you don't know why, go listen. I don't know if that's that weird. I mean, I wear pretty much black every day of my life uh, i so. don't think that's weird no all right so anyway those are just a little little glimpse into the weirdness do you have any other really weird stories that you've heard about artists things that they really like to do that are interesting i mean i know we have writer stories right about weird writers yeah, yeah. what's on people's writers but any other strange things I like mean, strange uh, I behavior mean, we, none of this graveyard rubbing stuff because that's actually common but uh, no something <laughs> really strange and uh, I, no examples are springing to mind, unfortunately. It's yeah. like it's like hunt and peck. Thirty seconds, I'm failing. <laughs> well, there's you know there's like weird stories. I was thinking about this earlier. There's like really weird stories about people who met Prince. There's so many weird stories um, about Prince being very odd and very strange when you met him at his house specifically. So there are some really weird ass stories. Prince was a really weird character, as was Michael Jackson, right? So some musicians have 
eccentricities that cannot be explained and that go deeper and further than we'll ever know and maybe into some really, really dark places. But those are two people I can think of that have some weird rituals and weird things about them. Um, you know, I still don't understand why Michael Jackson, and, and this is just me, why he had all those bandages on his fingers all the time. Remember he had all the band-aids on his fingers all the time? Uh, I'm like, are you an avid nail biter? What the fuck's going on with that? Yeah, I don't know. I had questions, you yeah. know. And then why the one glove? Why one? It was it was it to stand out? Did you only have one? Did you could you did the only one come in from Amazon? What was it? Why do you have one glove? Well, a distinctive style or fashion choice like that, I can totally get behind. You know, yeah, but people doing weird shit for no reason, like wearing black all the time. I mean, even though there is a reason, it's something. To, to, uh, that's uh, a signature thing, like the glove. I like the one glove. I thought it was weird. I was thinking, well, just get another one. Then you have two gloves. That's cute. And then why the high-rise pants for Michael Jackson with the white socks? There's some. There's some. I have some questions, right? That I'm, they'll never be answered. But I have some questions. So those are some interesting things, you know. And then obviously he had, you know, the pet chimp and things, which is, you know, interesting. Maybe, maybe a little strange. I don't know. Who am I? But, um, you know, so those are some of the things that came to mind. I can't really think of any other rituals that I know about that are really weird um, off the top of my Maybe drugs are a ritual for me. Yeah, people. I was going to say, well, you could say, there's somebody who just was always in the habit of shooting up before the show. Well, yeah, yeah that doesn't I mean, count. We're, we're, that, yeah. we're overlooking the obvious here. here. <laughs> we're going to overlook the obvious. But Oh, there was that guy whose habit was like doing no drugs or alcohol at all. I mean, that was really That was really crazy. Yeah, was That's really, really weird. <laughs> talk about, uh, you know, pushing the envelope, uh, thinking outside the box. Yeah, you know? talk about really, really weird. But if you have any weird stories about things that musicians do that are really, really strange, I mean, like, I mean, I think drinking pee was the weirdest for me drinking your own pee but i do think it's interesting about being a cat and i don't know if you noticed but i made wonderful cat noises while you were speaking about i'm um, sure i will absolutely be uh enraptured by them in the playback but uh, i missed them absolutely live you miss things so yeah i mean you know oh igor stravinsky started his day with a headstand i don't know if that's really weird but it's interesting wow so every day with a headstand. For me, that would be agony, number one, because all the blood rushes to your head, and I am not okay when that happens. Yeah. I don't like that feeling. But maybe for him, it was, you know, it, he just kind of wiped the slate clean. <laughs> I'm not really sure. But that was a bonus one I just threw in there. But if you uh, can su- think of any more. I suppose the guy who wrote The Rites of Spring, or is it The Rite of Spring? The Rite of Spring, right? Oh, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's got to have a ritual. I mean, life, yeah. and uh, of all of them, it's pretty healthy, I yeah. guess, you know. But if you guys have any other weird stories, we'd love to hear them at bofonair at gmail.com. So I'm going to stop there. Hopefully you thought this was fun, David. A little, little, uh, little, uh, just, I guess, journey into the weird. And all of it pretty much unknown. Right? Uh, so it's like Trivial Pursuit. It's like, uh, <laughs> the, the show is all like Trivial Pursuit. It's not important at all. But, <laughs> hey. <laughs> and if you don't know something, you'll know by the end. And you'll go, well, see, I learned something. So. I learned something, and it was very interesting. So... You might see all these artists a little bit different. I would not uh, drink after Kesha just to be on the safe side. That's just me. And um, good thing that Mozart isn't around anymore because he might, uh, he and Freddie Mercury might take your cats. Yeah. They clearly cat people. Oh, big time. For sure, Freddie Mercury. I mean, he had a million cats, right? They they would, you know those two if they were contemporaries. Oh, my gosh. They would be like thick as thieves. They really would They would. They absolutely would. They would probably, honest to God, they would probably share... Uh, a, a huge castle sort of, sort of situation. And, and have, like, incredible parties. And shit, right, you know. and have, like, 40... 
five cats. I mean, can you imagine if, like, like Mozart are, uh, well, because we think of Mozart as young and playful. Right. And we think of Beethoven as kind of serious and grumpy. Sure. But, and, you know, fussy, and he would edit and edit and re, you know, revise all his works, and Mozart's like, yeah, it's done, it's done, you know, throw it out. And they were both legendary. But uh, but imagine if either of those got their hands, we're talking about um, Freddie Mercury and, like, modern groups like Queen. Imagine if either one of them had access to the electric instruments that we had. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, if if Mozart and Beethoven could use electric guitars. I think think they would have turned their nose up at them. I think they were into the classics. I don't know that those things could have spoken the language they needed them to speak. No, I don't think they would be lead instruments. I don't Uh, know that they would use them. That's an interesting question. I think they would probably use them just as uh, as rhythm, as making Mm. a strong rhythm. Uh, but I don't, uh, I don't think they would be lead instruments because... Uh, I don't think they would use them. I think they would find them too harsh. Yeah. I think they would find them too one note unless they were like masters yeah. at guitar. Of course, a lot of rock acts have done, you know, rocked up classical things to say, well, this is, you know, what it sounds like. Uh, or she's... Are you crazy? Now, don't tell me you don't like a fifth of Beethoven, Walter Murphy. No. No? Oh, shit. No. And, of course, there's like all kinds of metal. Uh, there was this horrendous human being I won't even mention... Uh, who did uh, a lot of like really speed metal versions yeah, of Beethoven and stuff? Yes, awful, awful. I don't like it when they bastardize these beautiful pieces of music. Just leave them. Just mm-hmm. leave them in their original form, unless you are actually playing it note for note as you know, as a, a you know, for an audience. You're saying, "Here, I am sharing the works of this amazing artist with you." I just think, leave it alone. I understand that sometimes that's hard to do but i recommend just leaving it the fuck alone because it's brilliant the way it is i'll have to i'll have to have you listen to waldo de los rios sometimes oh that sounds awful but i will (laughs) 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 all right well thank you so much for hanging in there with us and hopefully you enjoyed this weird edition of winging it and i guess since we're done that only leaves for you to say let's fly this coop This has been Birds of a Feather on What the Flock Radio.